we dreamed of creating the world's horniest Pokemon podcast. And we succeeded. <laughs> Welcome to Daycare Tittos. <laughs> I think we broke Peter already. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the movie. That's my favorite part of the movie. Especially because they played a second time even more intense. It's yeah. such an intense line. It's so heavy. And now it's so horny. <laughs> so have you guys watched Master of None? Oh, yes. Uh, the a first like three episodes. There's a part where uh, Aziz Ansari's character gets uh, a role in a movie where he plays like a scientist for it's a pandemic movie. Uh, and this is pre-pandemic and it's called The Sickening. And he's always practicing the line where he's like, The Sickening! It's happening! <laughs> and like, it's that generic scientist line. And the Pokemon movie, of course, has it, which is so fucking good. Yeah, I. Oh man, I like. There's a lot that I remembered so differently uh, watching it as an adult versus when you were a kid. Yeah, me too. But there's so much good stuff in it. Like I forgot how many quotes at the end. I was like, oh man, I remember this. Like I remember how this affected me. Like oh, those quotes as a make child. Me cringe now a little bit. Some of them, but honestly, I. I wrote down wrote down a lot because I'll just I, meowth at one point says oh, yeah. like you outh ain't gonna push meowth around <laughs> and like I yeah, definitely Team this Rocket. is the first time I ever heard that line and it was amazing when when they're talking about the clones and James like do you think they feel a little bit and meowth says clonely yeah <laughs> and when they're they're uh, Vikings on the boat. And they're like, stroke, stroke. And Jesse's like, I'm going to have a stroke. <laughs> like, just stupid stuff. There's so I many mean, good lines we can discuss. Throw out everything else. Just have Team Rocket be the protagonist for a movie. I, I, that's, I'm fine with that. Um, Watching the movie, I thought this through. Oh, by the way, uh, this is a, a, a Pokemon podcast. Where yeah, we're, we're a Pokemon podcast. Our name is uh, the Daycare Dittos. <laughs> Our names, respectively, are Peter, Stephen, Sarah, and Dave. <laughs> we got to get better at that now that we're heading into season two. Don't I worry. know. Now we're like a little bit more established. Now we need to be more serious. So, so my I, th- I, th- I think we're gonna have a a, a better host next season. Hopefully. Oh yeah. <laughs> my thought was, uh, so we've discussed we're losing Ash. Ash is done. He is officially stepping down as the main protagonist of Pokemon. And I'm like, you know what? It's about time. It's about time for a new. And then I thought about it and I was like, Jesse and James and Meowth better still fucking be there. Yeah. I'd be sad. I imagine they're leaving too. I know, but like, because it's going to be hard getting used to it. It's going to be hard. Who's going to be the new villains? Are there even going to be villains? Yeah, like yeah. Say there's, yeah. definitely is moving away from like the whole villain aspect. Yeah. Like Team Yell was not very villainy. Like right. you know, Team Star was uh, not very villainy um, in the end. Um, there's the Alpha Coridon or Alpha Miradon <laughs> that is a murderer. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> spoilers. Oh spoilers. <laughs> 
Um, I mean, we should be able to talk about them at this point. (laughs) Yeah, we're that far along. I mean, but we are talking about a movie that uh, came out a long time ago. In in July 18th of 1998. I was six. Yeah, me and Stephen were playing uh, Clip Clop Woods in Banjo-Kazooie. And then we went to the theaters. You remember the exact like stage and everything? Yeah, we had just gotten to the last stage in Banjo Kazooie. I was so excited, and then mom and dad were like, "We're going to see Pokemon the first movie," and I was like, "Oh yay! This is the best day ever!" That really is the best day ever. That stage is awesome. Yeah, man, only bangers music-wise. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you, Grant Kirkhope. He's like, "You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> he he would be. And He's a very nice person. Thank you pokemon movie too there are some some bangers in this movie some really emotional tracks for me vitamin yeah, bro- c brother my brother <laughs> oh, brother my brother oh brother, man my brother. I had that on cassette on repeat because it was so emotional for me when i die can we play that as i'm being lowered into the grave <laughs> not if i die first you have to cry on me <laughs> and then i'll come back they'll come back to life yeah spoilers um yeah, so it came out in, uh, like I said, July 18th in Japan, but November 12th of 99 in the U.S. Um, and they had to add a whole new fucking beginning. Because this movie's really short, too. I love That's my favorite part about it. <laughs> An hour and 15. Yeah, I have it. a problem with movies. I'm not a, I am not a movie watcher. I don't enjoy movies. I don't know why. But after like an hour and a half, you, you totally lose me. I'm like, I've got fidgety. I need to leave the room. I need to go pee or something. Um, so this was the perfect length for me to just be so, so satisfied. Meanwhile, you'll watch like three episodes of a forty-five minute I know, show. You and know, it's fine. I know. I don't understand. I don't understand it either. Okay, it like make I'm, sense. A, I'm a That's binge the way watcher. My brain worked. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I guess because there's less of a commitment with a TV show than there is a movie. You know, Frostwatt said the same exact thing. We were discussing the same oh, exact good. thing with movies, but but um. So also, how did everybody watch it? Uh, I watched it on YouTube. I rented it in high definition for $5. I put it on two times speed. I was done in a quick half an hour. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I bought it on Amazon for $15 because I knew I would want to rewatch it. And I watched it yesterday and today. And it was a magical experience. Uh, We did the Apple TV version, rented it for four bucks. And I feel like we were ripped off. Did yeah. anybody get Pokemon uh, oh, yeah. Pikachu's Vacation? We did not. I wanted it so bad. But and that's the best part. It's so fucking hard to find. I watched it recently. I I saw it on VHS. I went to a church's basement. <laughs> I turned on <laughs> the, the CRT. Place, I, it, I reached out to iTunes customer service and they were like, go to a church's basement. Yeah. And I, I watched it that. by myself. Does that still hold up? I imagine that does. Yeah, it's great. Uh, going back to what you were saying before, though, Dave, they had to redo the intro for America. Is that because we didn't have the like Mewtwo origin radio drama? Or is it just like a different 
intro in Japan. So J- Japan and the U.S. both needed to have a whole new intro. So believe it or not, all of the uh, Mr. Fuji scientist stuff and the ancient Mew shit, that was all remade because of Porygon. Oh, shit. So Porygon gave all those kids seizures. We know it was you, Pikachu. Porygon, you did nothing <laughs> wrong. Uh, and because of that, there was a hiatus from the show. So they were supposed to air um, the movie in between around episodes 54 and 55. Um, Or actually it came out around in between episode 54 and 55, but it was supposed to be released around episode 65. So you were going to learn about Mewtwo and Giovanni having Mewtwo and see uh, Gary fighting, but none of those episodes had aired. There was the radio drama and stuff, but when it came to how it fits with the anime, it made no sense. So they had to add a whole intro and prologue to it. Gotcha. That's interesting. Um, Because like also, I was thinking back to the release dates you were saying before for American Japan. And I just remembered like, it really took a long time to localize things back then. Like you would see animes like years in advance in japanese with like no english subtitles have no idea what's going on and just be like maybe i'll see this one day in english i think this movie changed it too because this was the top grossing uh anime movie of all time up until 2021 when uh demon slayers kometsu no yaiba the movie yujin train I've That's still a- yet to see it, but I'm I really do need to see it. It's really good. <laughs> it's so pretty. Is I it better you. than Pokemon? Uh, <laughs> oh bless you. Uh I would say in every conceivable form. I, I <laughs> The animation I actually, in Demon Slayer is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. It's got a train, which we all know is the best form of transportation. Uh, it's got uh, demons. It's got cute boys. Uh, it's got swords. Doesn't have that many edgy Pokemon who are going well, that's through a shame. like yeah, a little bit of an emo hissy fit. This sounds all right. <laughs> um, it doesn't have uh, nesting Pokeballs. Yes. Oh, another fun fact we learned. Do you know that this movie? is um, the only time you actually see Pikachu go into a Pokeball in the entire series. I was thinking that's got to be the only time Pikachu spent any amount of time in a Pokeball since he was released. Yeah, you see him leave his Pokeball, and then that's it, until he gets sent into his eyeball. I I get that sounds weird. It's an eye (laughs) Pokeball, but... um, even, like, when he's about to be pecked to death by Spearows, Ash is like, please, Pikachu, go into the Pokeball. This is in the anime, the, the first two episodes. And Pikachu's well, that's right, like, yeah. He's like, no, Fuck no, I'd rather die a warrior's death. Why do you so. think Pikachu hates P- Pokeball so much? Uh, he's claustrophobic. Yeah. He, I don't know. I would hate being in a Pokemon. I know. It's just that it makes me like so worried now as an adult. Every time I think about 
Like, are they just in stasis? Do they not need to eat? Is all of their life just like, like your your time to live and exist is now? Then you have to go back in. At least in the manga, you kind of can see them like observing the world from their their little pokeball capsule. In in the anime, it's just like I don't know. You're just all, like really close to a ten year old's crotch on his belt. <laughs> Like, do you, are you in a stasis to the point where you're like, he, you know, you've been left in a box and they finally like take you out after your trainer died? Didn't they have that one? It's been 80 years. Yeah. They had that one episode where like there was a, a Pokeball at the bottom of the ocean with a Gengar in it. And then it like, I hear a cat, uh, like it's just been down there and, and it's like torture. So I don't know. I wouldn't want it. I would I would refuse it too. I guess yeah, because people could do like whatever they want to you, like throw you into an ocean and shit. Like yeah, yeah, but can't can't they like just pop out of the pokeballs whenever they want? Pretty much and drown. I well, think I they mean, can also refuse to come out, right? Like they've thrown yeah. pokeballs and then like the Pokemon just not come out of the. They're ball. like, oh, nah, yeah. I'm good. In, <laughs> in dig those Diglett, they did not want to come out of their pokeballs because they knew that the Diglett needed that valley for you know. Diglett things. I mean, Diglets need their space. Diglets got to dig. Um, so, the movie itself, the budget to make it was five million. The box office uh, total is a hundred and seventy-two point seven million dollars. Damn. I think that you can say they got a return on investment. Sure. I mean, yeah, especially the, because you don't pay animators anything even today. So, mm. and the, it earned 10.1 million on its Wednesday opening day. Yeah. And I think on the whole weekend, it made 31 million. The first weekend it, it was in theaters, which is, which is crazy. absolutely crazy to think about. I remember the theater being absolutely packed. Did I didn't get to watch it. I think it was out for a couple of days. We never really went on like an opening day. Yeah. Same. I, I think I went for like a birthday party. I went a couple times, I think. I didn't Did get they... to watch it until it was like on the TV. So it must have been a couple years later. Didn't they call it like Poke Flu or something where like everybody called <laughs> out to go see the movie on a Wednesday? Yup. Yeah. So the news uh, named it Poke Flu. Because so many kids were missing from school that day to go see the movie. That's incredible. Um, our parents would absolutely never let us skip school for a movie. Definitely yeah. not. Mine either. But you know what? I'd let my kids skip uh, skip school for a movie. A Pokemon movie. Yeah, because I'd be taking them to it. Because, yeah, I mean, there's incentive for it for me, too. So I mean, nowadays, though, it would be like, you're skipping movie. The straight-to-DVD Pokemon movie oh, is out. Oh, I know. I actually really do not like the movie theaters. I don't like movies, but I really hate movie theaters. They just really gross me out because there's always some sort of like mystery sticky film on the floor. And I don't know. Just I can't. Sarah, we got to go to the drive in movie theater this summer. Yeah, I've never been to a drive in theater. There's one right in New York we could go to. It's it's such a fun experience because you get to, uh, you know, stay away from everybody in your own little car. I love that. And if there's anything sticky in the floor, it's my fault. Yeah. Uh, it's because of the, the fun you're having along the way. <laughs> uh, 
I also like going and bringing like a big radio outside and you just set up like beach chairs in front of it. So you're like, yeah, chilling. That sounds like a really nice, like hot summer night kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all double features. Yeah. I, um, I remember my parents absolutely hating every second of going to Pokemon the first movie, but I loved, I loved it that they were there because I got to Steven and I got, their promotional Pokemon cards. Speaking of a couple different things. So I prepared a couple different games. Ooh. Three to be exact. That's I not a couple. A, that's I mean, a few. It's a, that's a thruple. <sighs> that's it. I'm not doing the games. <laughs> Fuck the games. So I I uh am going to be stealing your game, Sarah. Oh man. So we're going to be playing early the Pokemon game, the Pokemon trading card game. I want you guys to tell me how many Pokemon cards trading Pokemon, the trading card game cards, not the tops ones were spawned because of this movie. Oh, I wouldn't even know where to guess. So I'm going to go last. Can I start naming a few? So everybody give a number and then we'll see who can name them. So, so let me, let me pick a number. Then Peter can go and then Sarah can go. Uh, Cause um, based off of my very limited memory of these promotional cards, I'm going to say nine, maybe I'm going to go with nine. Okay. I'm going to go six. I'm going to go eight because that's my favorite number. All right. The winner is Peter. Hooray. But can you name them all? There's the Pikachu, the Dragonite, the Electabuzz, the Mewtwo, the Mewtwo that came in the VHS case. Yes. And now the hardest one. The little like uh, information card that came as a, a separate from the 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 things it's like a little like filler card that came with your promo card if you bought the theatrical soundtrack you got a jigglypuff promo oh shit so it was six but it was yeah in theaters you would get the electabuzz which was weird because i don't think electabuzz is even in the movie no um yeah, you get Electabuzz, Dragonite, which There's... is in a movie. My favorite part of the movie watching it this time is Dragonite showed up and Sarah was like, nice. He's got a purse. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Team Rocket just freaking bonks him on the head, I too, know. at mock speeds. <laughs> it's like, that is do... dead Dragonite. You do get a, um, a very good close-up of his gooch, which I, I yeah. thought Dave really would have enjoyed. That Dragonite loves showing his gooch. It's just yeah. one of the Dragonite-y things. Um, yeah, Pikachu, of course, is in there. And then the Mewtwo card, it's technically the same card when it comes to like what it says on it, the attacks, everything like that. But there are two different arts. One that shows like the full Mewtwo that actually looks yeah. a lot like the Pokemon Snap Mewtwo that you take the secret photo of. And yes. uh, another one that has this dope art where it's like kind of speckly and closer up and yeah. he's got like some Doctor Strange-ish energy coming out of his hands. I have both of those as well as it's the same exact Mewtwo card um, that came with Nintendo Power. Um, 
that has a, a third art, third different art alongside it. So I have like yep. the trio of Mewtwo cards. Well, that was a fun game. You ready yeah. for another? This one's in honor of all of the parents who went and saw the movie. Okay. Oh, and Stephen, mark down that I won that game, okay? All right, I'm adding it to the list. <laughs> One so, for Peter. Rotten Tomatoes. Did anybody look up what this movie scored? No. No. I may have seen a score somewhere, but I don't know if it was Rotten Tomatoes or not. Okay, so I am going to list five movies. And... You can you have to tell me which one is the highest rated and which one is the lowest rated according to Rotten Tomatoes. Um Pokémon, if you want to get really into it, whoever gets it right at the end, you guys are going to try to rank them from highest scoring movie to lowest. All right, and I picked sort a bunch of like of movies. A, a ranking of kings. Yes. So, First movie, of course, is Pokemon, the first movie. Then Digimon, the movie, movie that we watched recently. I like Digimon better. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh, the movie. Okay. Uh, and then I kind of was running out of stuff. So I was like, what's like a, a mobile game that became a mo- Oh, that's right. The Angry Birds movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> and another classic hit, Dragon Ball Evolution. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, so that was the live action one, right? It was, yes. <laughs> All right, perfect. So we have Pokemon, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Angry Birds, and Dragon Ball. Five movies. Which one out of all those do you think was rated the highest? Sarah, highest? would you like to go first? Um, um, probably Pokemon. Okay. Peter? I'm going to say Angry Birds. Mm, yeah, because it's more recent. I'm also going to say Angry Birds. Chainsaw said Angry Birds. That's why. Because he <laughs> he's that. angry. <laughs> All right, and now least. Oh, uh, Digimon. With the worst rating. Digimon. Okay. Digimon. Terrible. Sorry. Uh, Peter. I'm going to say Dragon Ball Evolution. And Steven. I was also going to say <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> so lowest rated movie. Yu-Gi-Oh! The movie. Really? What? With wow. I was going to put that right after percent. Angry Birds. Yeah, five. me too. It a got a 5%. Five percent. Ew, that's really bad. I well, I thought like, oh, the only people who would watch it are probably people who are in the Yu-Gi-Oh! lore already. I watched it. Well, that's I what think you fun. believe that I actually like watched it. it. 5%? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did like it. You want to know why? And it actually ties into why I, I liked the Pokemon movie and why I actually got to see the Pokemon movie. Um, my uh, late cousin and I used to live together with my grandmother when we were kids and he loved all this stuff. He loved Yu-Gi-Oh! He loved Pokemon and he would always have Pokemon the first movie on TV. I don't know what channel it was on, but it was always on and we would watch it all the time together uh same thing with the Yu-Gi-Oh movie that's awesome mm-hmm. I love me some Yu-Gi-Oh I love watching Yu-Gi-Oh the it's critics so say the stupid opposite. yeah I mean I get what it do they it's, know? Just, it's just a couple of people throwing some cards well, around but I love it is is Dragon Ball Evolution at least the second lowest 
Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the review, it goes, number one, Angry Birds the movie with a 43%. Yeah, that makes mm. sense. Number two, Digimon the movie with a 24%, which blows my mind. Yeah, that blows my mind also. It's because of all the ska. Yeah, that's probably it. Number three, Pokemon with 16%. This is very low, all of these. Four, Dragon Ball Evolution with 15%. And as we said, five, Yu-Gi-Oh! the movie with 5%. Yeah, Weirdly, I mean, though, those are the there are fan rankings that like on the website, mm-hmm. the highest rated movie of all of these by the fans in this order. It goes Digimon as number one with 66 percent. Pokemon number two with 64 percent. Yu-Gi-Oh! The five percent normally gets a 49 percent by the fans. Then comes the Angry Birds movie with 46%, and then finally Dragon Ball Evolution with 20%. Oh, yeah. wow. So nothing really to love about that movie. No, uh, I you couldn't pay me to watch Dragon Ball Evolution. Is it Dragon Ball Z or is it like Dragon Ball? It's Dragon Ball Z. It's got okay. uh, adult Goku. Um, you know, the modern, like... Piccolo, like that's the offspring of Lord Piccolo from Dragon Ball. Is Krillin in it? Oh, I don't know. I I know Bulma and Chi Chi are. Um, well, I don't know. We're watching Krillin. an April Fool- Fools. <laughs> I guess right. we could. the Angry Bird movie. <laughs> I think I'd rather watch the Angry Bird movie. I'd rather watch the Emoji movie. <laughs> I should have done the movie? Emoji movie. <laughs> There's an emoji movie. I think, um, what's his name? Captain John Picard does one of the voices. Oh, that's so funny. I think he does. Like, no, the in voice April. Of poop. Or Wait yeah, a he second. Does the poop emoji. Isn't yeah. April when the Mario movie comes out? Oh, uh, guess who's going to the movies? Fuck this. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it's a us. Going to the we should movie. make a daycare ditto's date here. to the movie. That'd be yeah. cute. Let's see who can get the most sticky from the floor. Oh, God. I'm going to win. Yeah, you know, what, you know what? You know what? They have movie theaters have lick tongues clean their floors. Yeah. Not by I choice. Hope, I hope Wario makes an appearance and he farts directly into the screen. Oh, I would love that. And I hope yeah. it's 5D and he <laughs> fives my D. Uh, there is one more game I have. It is more of like a quiz. Yeah. How I like quizzes. Including including the short in the beginning. Because this is our lead in to our Johto season. How many Johto Pokemon actually appear in this movie? I know the answer. Go for it. Three. Alright. Um so to- can we can we start oh, with listing I- them? Oh man, maybe I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It's I, more than I, three. I, I was so two. excited to see Don Fan. Yeah. Togepi. Meryl's in the opening, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he? Um, like the Pikachu Park, right? Yeah, the like, Pikachu's vacation. Yeah. Oh, well, so. we're not going to count that. No, Judges, don't count, count that. that. No, no, no <laughs> don't, don't count that. No, we're counting that. That's, His that's name is Pikablu. It's Pikablu, <laughs> according to the tops cards. Yeah, and so that... 
that's all I know of. Is there more? I forgot Togepi. So I think there's four. Uh, who's the fourth? It's well, Peter, uh, does, so, Do you want to guess, Peter? I don't remember. So in the end, Togepi was the one that was I thought was going to trick everybody. Yeah, but it you tricked got me. Immediately. So it's it's Meryl, Snubble, Donphan, and Togepi. Snubble? Snubble yeah, Snubble was part vacation? of like, the bad guy gang along with uh, Meryl. I oh, see. I didn't yeah. watch that, so I I I didn't know it. Yeah, I totally forgot about. It. But I I absolutely totally forgot that uh, like a team Aqua Grunt uh, uses Don Fan at the beginning of the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were saying that the the logo on his, it's like a red bandana, but it's team the team Aqua logo. It's weird. Yeah, and it's Aqua. also the first time uh, a triple battle ever happens. In the yeah, because he throws out cheater. three Pokemon at the same time. Yeah, that was my first note. What a freaking cheater! Gary cheats too. They do like a re- in the beginning when you see like Mewtwo wrecking house. Like Gary sends out fucking Nido King and Arcanine at the same time. Yeah, that's just part of his like charm, his bad boy charm. Yeah, the team, and also it was new too, sucks, and he was but... like killing everybody. Yeah. So fair. Mewtwo almost killed like a lot of people. Like everyone and everything in its path. Well, the yeah, movie he, sh- he fucking murders Mr. Fuji and everybody. Dude, <laughs> like, I know. Everybody dies in the beginning. Uh, do you want to like start going through the movie? Yeah, then? let's go through the movie. Start, I, start us off. Thankfully, I had subtitles because it, it gave me a lot of the people's names because they don't, like, introduce any of these characters. So, um, I guess it really just, like, starts with, like, Mewtwo's, like, much sexier voice. I, I don't remember it being that, like, <laughs> sexy and deep. Um, but it and, is. <laughs> yeah. And he's just, like coming to the realization that he's like alive and he you know wants to know what his like purpose is and what it means to be alive uh and then he breaks from his little like amniotic cell and the scientists are all like high-fiving and giving each other hugs and (laughs) for way too long to popping champagne uncomfortable and uh and meanwhile like Mewtwo's there just having an existential crisis and everyone's like cheering about it it's like yeah, oh because <laughs> he's got like the highest intelligence in the world but he's like a few seconds old so mm-hmm. like he has the emotional maturity of like uh a three second old and like the power of a god as well as the voice of like a sexy man of my dreams just uh (laughs) real quick i actually looked into it and the voice actor like did not do much of anything else really um but he was in the original production of angels in america uh which is uh a very powerful play so Okay. He was just in this for for Mewtwo, and then that was it. He didn't ever do voice acting really ever again. What was his name? Uh, Oh, I'll have to look that up. All right, no Um, worries. But he was in, um, the only other thing he was really in was like uh, Law and Order. And that, like, that would maybe like one or two other movies, and then he, like, in the 90s, and that was it. Yeah, he just does it on the side. Yeah. What a portfolio. 
I mean, if you're going to be a Pokemon, like, you do Mewtwo, like, you're done. That's it. Yeah. What are you going to do after that, Chikorita? Get out of here. <laughs> Can you imagine a Chikorita with a sexy Mewtwo voice? Yeah. Chikorita. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, then, like, Dr. Fuji um, doesn't introduce himself, but the subtitles say his name is Dr. Fuji. But at first, the subtitles were messed up so i i thought it, his name was octor because the d was cut off so it was like octor fuji he's That's like my oh nightmare yeah getting the d cut off yeah right uh. he's just like oh yeah no we're, we're a bunch of scientists we wanted to know whether or not we could clone mew and so we did and so your name is mewtwo and mewtwo's like oh man that fucking sucks i don't even get my own name and he's like, yeah, yeah, you're just gonna like, you know, do what we say from now on. And you just like, you just told me I had the power of a god, like, and I'm just gonna kill you all. And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, oh shit! And like, the the, the whole place blows up. Everything that can blow up will blow up. Things that shouldn't even blow up are blowing up. And then like, all the scientists are dead. And then. Um, Dr. Fuji says, you know, we created the horniest Pokemon and <laughs> uh, succumbs to his wounds and uh, Mewtwo gets to the surface and he's like ready for freedom. But then Giovanni is like smiling in a helicopter and he like does like a three point um, Black Widow land and uh, says like, hey, you think you're so strong, but you're not, and I'm going to help you harness your power because uh, you're like a typhoon that will destroy everything in its wake, but I'll tell you how to really rule this world. And he's just like, I got to trust you, man. And Yeah, and he can I'll... somehow walk through flames to get yeah. to Mewtwo. Well, that's a classic Italian guy thing. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that suit is uh, made out of the... <laughs> The finest asbestos. Years of reaching into the pizza oven. Giovanni <laughs> <Yeah>. knows. <laughs> but I just and love that he's just like, I am not going to be your trainer. I am your equal. I am going to be your partner. Yeah. Giovanni really fools Mewtwo really quite easily. Which and surprises then, me because he's supposed to be the most intelligent and like psychic Pokemon on the planet. You could just read his mind like... I'm pretty sure Mewtwo can do that. So then there's a move called Mind Reader. Um, so Mewtwo is just like, all right. He reads his mind. It's just like, it's his defense. Psychic defense. Oh, some fresh basil in there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. So, th oh, so oh. then. <laughs> so then Giovanni puts this armor on Mewtwo and Mewtwo's like this is suppressing my power he's like no it's focusing your power like Mewtwo could just be like screw this we're out of here but then he you know just does like odd jobs around the Viridian uh, gym head like Team Rocket headquarters including like just lifting up a bunch of Tauros so that the grunts can just catch a far less number than Ash can catch accidentally in the Safari Zone. So I love too that like he dresses him up like really fucking cool. He's just like Mewtwo, 
cosplay as RoboCop. And he's like, <laughs> okay, I can't see in this. And he's like, shut the fuck up. No. And he's like, all right. Like he just goes with it. And I think there's, there's a, um, I think Steven, you were talking about this. There is a, a movie. It was the, the, the radio play that then they made a movie out of. And Mewtwo was part of a project for Mr. Fuji to clone his dead daughter. And he clones his dead daughter and it, the daughter part doesn't work. So they're like psychically connected, the daughter and baby Mewtwo. And they talk to each other and then he loses the daughter. It doesn't work, but Mewtwo survives. So it's like that trauma is all that exists in his head. And then the whole beginning of the movie, as we said, it's just his like thought in his sexy voice being like, why am I here? What is existence? Who am I? What am I? Why does it grow when I rub it? Like he just <laughs> has all these questions and uh, he thinks he's going to get answers from Giovanni. And he's like, Giovanni, I thought we were going to do cool stuff. And Giovanni's just like, nah, I'm the Fooled boss. Fooled you, bro. April yeah, Fool. He's just like, it's the worst way to keep Mewtwo on your side. Yeah. yeah. Anybody could have been like, hey, welcome to this world. I, I know that this is very shocking for you. You're going to have a lot of questions. and But everybody was just like jerking each other off and being like, yeah, I want to be the person who like tells this uh, God to like submit to my will. And he's just like, like the way to get someone on your side is not going, ha ha, gotcha. Like, yeah. and then he just blows up the fucking building again and Giovanni's like oh shucks and uh, then he just does that like anime dash where you just become like a beam of light and all of his uh, Robocop armor falls off yeah which is a shame because it looked really cool I want that armor I'm gonna be Robocop armor yeah he was Mew 3 for a second there (laughs) why didn't they name him Mew Junior like Mew Nier Mewju. Um, they could have named him anything else, and I think Mewtwo <laughs> would have been happy. Like, cause that—that's the thing, right? It's kind of like in Metal Gear Solid. Like, you need to prove to the world that you're better than what you came from. Like, what you your know? purpose was of creation was. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the whole premise of the movie. So his driving force is, uh, I guess he doesn't know that Mew exists until Mew just kind of like queefs into existence. But um, Well, he knows of Mew. He knows that he is a descendant of Mew. His DNA comes from Mew. He doesn't know that Mew is still technically around. He sees that really funky picture of Mew, mm-hmm. like hieroglyphic on a wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... So, yeah, he goes back to the island where the science lab was and kind of creates, like, a giant windmill island that's all, like, cyberpunky. And the inside was designed by his good friend, H.R. Giger. Yeah. And and he names it New Island, which you can only get to from Old Harbor. That's cute. Yeah. At least he's keeping the naming convention. Yeah, and then he steals Nurse Joy. <laughs> he just fucking steals Just her. like fucking kidnaps her. And my like. F- my favorite ahead. thing is when Brock is like looking at the poster and he's like, I recognize this face. And I was like, <laughs> no shit. They all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> that 
That's like in Dragon Ball Z if they were like, this guy seems familiar. But like, Goku, eight characters have your face. (laughs) Well, um, Brock has the the super anime power of being able to tell all the Nurse Joys apart. Well, yeah. All the Officer Jennies. That's ultimately why he says it is because uh, Officer Jenny says that Nurse Joy has been kidnapped and uh, that's the one is... um, the one Mewtwo has kidnapped for um, yeah. communication, it, I guess. It's very yeah. funny too, because Brock oh, Mew- can Mewtwo see, says why Brock can see every nurse joy, but he's never opened his fucking eyes. Yeah. He's like daredevil. Yeah. Mew- Mewtwo captured nurse joy because he figured it would be easier to be able to build his cloning equipment because Nurse Joy had an intimate knowledge of Pokemon physiology, and as soon as he, like, delved her brain and figured out how to create that cloning equipment, that's when he, you know, used her to lull the the, the three trainers onto yeah, New l- Island. Yeah, them, mm-hmm. And as soon as they were within his grasp, that's when he lets her go. He's like, Do you, I don't need you anymore. And just fucking like he got lets her... I, I, I don't know. Mewtwo does not. Uh, I'm I'm sure Mewtwo is um, cloned to not have like base biological needs. I guess. Well, yeah, he he's, is not in any egg group. He's just yeah. clonely. Yeah, Aww. he's clonely per because, like, because like he got her because she knows the ins and outs of every Pokemon's like biology. That would be like some like 13 year old boy reading the mind of a gynecologist. (laughs) It's just, I don't know. Um, But yeah. And, and she just, it's super creepy. Well, we didn't even get to the Island yet, but she's just like, my master sewed me this funny little head sock. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. um, Ash gets invited. um, He gets spied upon by Mewtwo and gets invited to uh, a bunch of trainers get invited to fight with the strongest trainer of all time. And, um, and so they are, are told to go from old Harbor to new Island. And so Mewtwo puts up a giant storm wall and this woman whose name was, uh, I wrote it down somewhere. She doesn't they, fucking mean anything. They make her seem like so important, and she's yeah. so not important. Her name is Miranda. She shows up. She has an accent. She's like, it's raining outside. And my instincts tell me that the prophecies are true, and this will be the worst storm ever ever and officer jenny says so we're closing down the harbor and if anybody tries to get to new island we're that's illegal and we're gonna arrest you and so like three trainers trainers are are, like watch me yeah three (laughs) trainers decide to make it and ash follows along it's crazy that her name is miranda because she's definitely more of a charlotte (laughs) i was thinking more of like a karen she looks a little bit like uh, Claire, the the dragon uh, gym leader from the second generation. But the thing about it, too, is that she's like, there was a fabled storm that's about to happen that will kill all of the Pokemon. And it happened once, but they cried and fixed it. And I was just like, the crazy thing is that I've seen this movie before and you are the foreshadowing for later. But also 
you're wrong. Like, you're just wrong. Like, everything she said was just wrong. The storm is because Mewtwo wiggled his little ball finger and wanted it to happen. This is not any sort of prophecy. So go away, Miranda. Go talk German somewhere else. Is that a German accent? I don't know. It's very European. Yeah. And she's it's not it's not as it's not as insane as uh the as team rockets viking accents when they (laughs) pick up when they pick up uh so so yeah the trainers decide to you know brave the storm and go into the water and cross it to get to new island and then um uh brock ash and misty are approached by this you know very mysterious boat with these vikings on it and obviously it's team rocket but their accents their Viking accents were absurd. <laughs> Just out of this world hilarious. We'll get you that faster than you can say Farfik Nugan. <laughs> what does Farfik Nugan mean? Does it's anybody know? Sound off in the comments below. Yeah. A funny thing is that, like, so there's a couple trainers. There's one that is going to ride his Gyarados because he's like, Gyarados can do whatever. And then the he's other guy's like, Pidgeotto will fly me there even though it's a Pidgeot and is obviously a Pidgeot because in the subtitles, it yells Pidgeot, Pidgeot and is yeah. a Pidgeot. My first thought about the Pidgeot was like, oh my God, it's going to get struck by lightning and die immediately. Well, funny you would say that because there's a girl there that's like, I'm going to ride on the back of Firo. And it's you see her German leave on the Firo, but she means... never makes it. She never makes uh-huh. it to the island. Oh no. Farfignugan is a German word that means driving pleasure. <laughs> oh okay it's a getting type of horny with snack, it right it's like a candy of some kind i think driving pleasure as in like pleasure you get from like driving on the open ro- road or something or no driving yeah it's like a your butt. yeah it's like a volkswagen like catchphrase so. oh okay yeah but anyway, um, they make it to well, the island and nurse. Well, well they get also destroyed. The, yeah, well, so they say like, oh, we can't take our Pokemon. That's why we need to take this Viking boat. But then they absolutely just take their Pokemon there. So well, they that, almost drown. So. They almost drowned. And then also I have another problem with this is that Mewtwo only invited the strongest Pokemon trainers. I think he only invited Ash. Why does he get a plus two? <laughs> There's so many dumb things, too. Like, they spend, they get to this island mostly underwater the whole time. For some mm-hmm. reason, like, Misty's backpack has, like, magic powers. Because Togepi yeah. just pops <laughs> out of there like there's no problem. Like, to- nothing. Totally forgot about Togepi. And then late, totally wait, just wait. drowning. And then later, a Togepi comes out of um, Misty's backpack after all the Pokeballs were going to go and, like, capture all the Pokemon. But somehow the, the backpack just prevents Togepi from being taken for whatever yeah. reason. I wanted Togepi to get cloned. Yeah. I mean, well, you, that yeah. would have made the ending a lot sadder. It <laughs> yeah, sure right? would have. Um, Can you imagine two Togepi's fighting each other? My, they my just metronome n- each other until one of them got, like, explosion. <laughs> um, my notes. So there is the great line that uh i didn't uh i think misty says i didn't know that vikings still existed and ash (laughs) says yeah they mostly live in minnesota (laughs) minnesota yeah which is a great football joke for people who like football american football american football the minnesota vikings and then 
another the stroke joke we said before but they pop out of the water in the middle of the storm and there is the worst cg clouds the animation holds up on this i'll say like it's a little blurry even downloading it but the cg they put in there it just stands out like a sore thumb and fucking sucks like it'll yeah, be like a door opens in CG and it's terrible. it's a late nineties CG so you yeah. can't really blame it. Also, did you happen to capture or catch that one frame where Gyarados's lips were colored blue? No, no, I didn't. Okay, it's it's something that like stood out to me like a sore thumb. Like when that one guy, uh, what was his name, Fergus. When he uh, calls out his Gyarados to get to New Islands, uh, at first his lips are blue instead of that beige color. I also saw um, the teal guy has all teal Pokemon, and he has a Nido Queen. And in one of the scenes, uh, sh- she was painted purple like a Nido King. It's like that's not right. Is that Corey, the the guy with the Pidgeotto that was obviously a Pidgeot? No, that's the other guy in the red tracksuit. The teal yeah. guy is the one who's like... Is Fergus? So, maybe. He's the one with the Gyarados. Yeah, He's yeah. got a Kingdra, a Golduck. They're all teal Pokemon. Oh, and he's got a Vaporeon, so you know what kind of guy he is. Yeah, you know um, yeah. You, you know why Mewtwo's cloning that Vaporeon. Why is he but judging his Pokemon based on the color he, of their skin? <laughs> he is also <laughs> my favorite up. because Mewtwo finally comes down and is like... I am the ultimate Pokemon trainer, but I am also the ultimate Pokemon. And he's like, Pokemon can't be Pokemon trainers. Fuck you. (laughs) I love, too, that, like, he almost crushes him to death, too. He just fires him. And then the other guy's like, well, if you're a Pokemon, I'm just going to catch you. And he's like, fucking try me, bitch. Like, (laughs) it's so. And meanwhile, Team Rocket pops up in the water and they don't have any water Pokemon. They just sent out Weezing and like rode him like driftwood. Yeah, <laughs> like he, he was like when he comes back up for air, he's green. Yeah, it's it's good. And then they go into like a little port, and it looks like the sewers from Akira. And then they get into the main area, which looks like the hallways from Alien. It's like HR Giger shit. Um, but Mewtwo appearing down that like funnel from the sky with like the like uh swirly slide that was supposed to be the first time you saw Mewtwo in the movie before they added the the beginning okay that would have been better I think I feel like you need him a little bit more oh did we mention that Mew has just been like flying around the whole time just like, you know, peeking over Team Rocket's shoulder, being like, where are you going? What's going on over here? I thought, too, maybe also, like, Mew recognizes Jesse because Jesse's mom did show Mew a photo of Jesse. So. And isn't that where they got the DNA from Jesse's mom's corpse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> they took the, the blood and fur from her under her fingernails. Um,. Yeah, so so they all try to fight and they all lose. Meanwhile, Team Rocket finds these fucking tubes, these jelly tubes that have our Monster Energy Drink endorsed Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur with their dope tribal tattoos. Yeah, so cool. Very cool. Um, so they challenge to a battle and they're going to send out their Pokemon, uh, which... 
There is yeah. one guy has a Venusaur named Brew Brew. Yeah, that was Corey with his Venusaur named Brew Brew. And, and that I think... Nisha has her Blastoise called Shell Shocker. Shell Shocker. Yeah, yeah. love that one. Um, I think it's important to mention, too, that at this point, Mewtwo's like, I am the best already. Um, and he says that he wants to become the ruler of the world and that he's going to destroy all of humanity and Pokemon because the Pokemon let themselves be slaves to the mm-hmm. humans. So that's so when they're, Ash is they're like, like not worthy. And yeah, P- that's... Pikachu is trying to reason with Mewtwo by saying Pika Pee 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 Pika Pee. And then Mewtwo says, Oh, you're saying that you're not a slave, that you enjoy uh being with your Pokemon trainer? That's foolish. Stuff like that. So I was yeah. telling Sarah about it. The two most important characters in this entire movie are Brock, Meowth, and Mewtwo. The three, I guess. Meowth and Mewtwo have the same role. So Brock gives you all the exposition. Yeah. Brock will be like, an island in the middle, that has to be the professor. But if we do this, then this will happen. Oh, it's crazy that this is happening because he probably thinks this, like for the kids. He's yeah. explaining for the kids. But then meanwhile, Pikachu will be like, Mewtwo to Mewtwo will be like, oh, Pokemon are bad. And they're, you humans are bad. And he'll be like, pee, 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 pee. And I'll be like, what? You're saying that yeah. Pokemon are this and that, that. Like he just... It translates. Me. Yeah. The whole movie is Pikachu like doing a whole fucking monologue and he's like, oh, so what you're saying is, and then they just say it again. It'll be like, meanwhile, Meowth will be on the outskirts being like, what Pikachu saying is, fuck yeah. you. You have yeah. big thighs and what is that? Your tail or your dick? You look dumb. I'm going to punch <laughs> you right in your fucking little cat hole. It's a tail dick. I do appreciate that it's purple though. Yeah, me too. Um, so Mewtwo handily wrecks the evolutions with his clone Pokemon. Yeah, he he says that he too, as a trainer, started with Charmander, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur, but he didn't really need, he had no need for training them because he just genetically engineered them to be at their strongest point. It's like produce. Yeah. Same deal. GMO. Um, yeah, so they win, and he's like, I win. That means I get to send out Pokeballs with eyes to steal all of your Pokemon. And yeah, does. and I, I think this is actually my uh, emotional highlight of the movie. Yeah, what, I what? was... Yeah, I was in emotional turmoil during this. I'm like, no, not all of them. I remember as a kid, I'm like, nah, Pikachu's not going to get caught because, you know, Pikachu's the main character and nothing happens to him. But then he did. And I was like, what's going to happen now? After a long and traumatic chase sequence. Mm -hmm. It's so sad when he's at the top and he's out of breath and he's just Mm -hmm. trying so hard and he's like screaming and panting. I'm like, no. And there's the scene when Ash jumps in front of all the balls. Yeah, then they fall down. And he's he's just getting like rammed in the ass he's like vibrating he's like slam 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 and he's like Pikachu right but the only thing that was funny in all these scenes it's so dramatic then they cut to that motherfucker's dugong and the voice it'll be like everyone's dying they're like no my Pokemon I love you it goes to dugong and it's like (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like there was two points when it was very dramatic and it cut to dugong and Sarah and I just lost our shit (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Nisha's wiggly tough has a really panicked expression that got me. The only thing is that Ash definitely pay- plays favorites. 
Because his Pokemon gets stolen, and then he's like, not Pikachu. But in the end, <laughs> mm-hmm. he basically slides down the Pokeball hole into, like, the vent. And then, like, puts himself through the fucking, like, spools. And he gets stuck I, in the finisher. And... I also died <laughs> when he, he ran past Team Rocket. And he's just like, I don't have time for your dumb motto today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then we should also mention that he... Ash does try to prevent his Pokemon from being captured by putting them back into their Pokeballs, but mm-hmm. uh, these Pokeballs can capture Pokeballs as well. Mewtwo's uh, special Pokeballs can do that. And so they all end up going through the series of tubes to the cloning machine, and um, Team Rocket kind of stands outside the cloning machine doing a who's that Pokemon sort of thing. And they oh, incorrectly yeah. identify a Scyther as an Alakazam, which you really You know what? I didn't. Thought so. Yeah, I didn't catch it at first because I just thought that the claw, it went too fast because I thought the claws of the Scyther was like the mustache part of Alakazam. Also, uh, I read something that the original, like they had the translation and they realized it was wrong. But instead of redoing it, they were like, yeah, prof- uh, Team Rocket's dumb. The kids will just think they fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they've already messed up a, a Pidgeot by saying Pidgeotto. They've uh, identified a Scyther as an Alakazam. And then immediately after, Meowth is like, oh my god, a Sandshrew. And then oh yeah. The, yeah the, it, it's like not even a minute later. Yeah, the Sand yeah. Slash is a... It's a Sand Slash Sandshrew. and Meowth is like, Sandshrew. Yeah. Oh, and can we talk about how when the, um, okay, so all these Pokemon are being cloned now, right? When they are done being cloned and are ready to come out of their incubators, they are literally birthed out of the incubators. They go right through it. It looks like it's coming out of a vagina. And it even has the same, like, sound effects, like the wet sound effects of one. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is so disgusting, especially some of the Pokemon that have tails. And it's just like one little tail coming out. And I'm like, oh, okay. And the placenta was was way too much for a kid. So gross. (laughs) They all had to eat them, too. (laughs) Mewtwo went and chewed each umbilical cord by himself. I just thought that was so disgusting. Um, but so the Pokemon make their way to the, the fucking field of play, the giant arena and Ash, like a fucking, like, like putting a, a rock, feeding a rock through like a copy machine. He just gets like stuck <laughs> and just like, like runs through it and snaps all the arms. And because he was stealing Pikachu's Pokemon and everything, he fucks it up. It explodes and fires everybody's Pokemon out and he leads them like a fucking general in an army out through this fog back into the field of play. And then he does the most badass, idiotic thing he could possibly imagine when he just tries to deck Mewtwo in the face. (laughs) I'm actually really proud of Ash because none of these other like top trainers have lifted a finger yet. It's true. How could you? We just saw him use his mind and almost crush that teal guy. And Ash is like, yeah. no, let me get one good hit. I don't know. Go after your Pokemon. I don't know. Do something. I guess. Um, but, um, it's it's counter to the, the moral of the story as well. Yeah. Run away. Let your Pokemon die. I, I, would, I would either be very cowardly or very brave. I'm not going to just sit there in a corner. 
Mewtwo fires Ash into the air and he lands on a, a Mew ball. Mew makes mm. like a little cushion. And the only problem is that Mew, Mew, Ash is like now at the top of this stadium, like 80 stories up. Yeah. And for the, the plot to keep going, he has to get down there. But all of the regular Pokemon have now paired up against their cloned version and they're fighting. And it's something that I noticed in the movie and then learned later in the Japanese version, Mew has taken away their special abilities. Yeah. They, they, they mention it. They say, he says it. Yeah. That he suppressed all their powers and that's why they're just punching and biting each other. Yeah. So it could be a raw battle of wills, Mm -hmm. but like, Oh man, it is brutal. Just watching these Pokemon just punch each other and keep like i it's i know they do it all the time but like something about this this was just so emotional and especially like when pikachu is there just letting the other pikachu just beat the shit out of it and like not hitting it back and it's like no i'm not gonna fight you everybody is saying things like oh we love pokemon fights but not like this well this is my favorite line in the entire movie it's i was prepared for trouble but not like this. It's James. Make it double. It's so fucked up. And like, just, I think the most dramatic one is like the Gyarados is biting each other on the neck yeah. and they just collapse into a pile. Charizard too, like bites the other Charizard like square in the neck. And I was like, mm-hmm. as a kid, I was definitely like that Charizard's dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucked. It's so fucked. And, and then brother, like, my brother is playing. I was just I... gonna say that they do this like weird pan that now with like a TV that actually works, it doesn't really have the right effect. But it's like he's walking over the globe. Ash is walking over the globe, and you, he's looking down on all the Pokemon kicking the shit out of each other. Uh, and well, he oh, decides sorry. to run down like the mountain. Which is like insane. He should have died a thousand times. Well, and yeah. that's the, that's the funniest part is like in between all of this, you just have to include all of these shots of Ash like falling down and he just fell so hard on his legs so many times he would have like broken his hip or like snapped his ACL or or his like you know Achilles tendon or something. If, if he's, I had more... he's young and spry, he doesn't do that <laughs> shit. Yeah. If I had more time. Yeah. I was saying, like, we could have, like, measured how tall Ash is and then how much he fell. Because every time he falls from somewhere, it's always, like, three to four times his height. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Let's not forget, at the beginning of this movie, it's something that I didn't actually say, but Ash is just sitting down and he's like, I'm too lazy to do anything. Brock, when's your food going to be ready? And Brock's like, I'm going to make my famous lazy boy no chew stew for you so you don't even have to chew your food. Don't worry, Ash. And now it's the same day and he's like doing world-class athletics shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing is he's not even that athletic because he's just kind of fucking falling. Yeah. He sucks. But in this one, it shows that you can suck and not be good at anything, but it's your heart that matters. Yeah. And that's when Mewtwo pulls his heart from his beating chest. <laughs> no. <laughs> Would have been cooler. But, like, Ash takes an hour to walk down there, and he is going to stop the battle. All the Pokemon are too tired from punching each other in their throats. Yeah, they're and, all kind of, uh, like, in a little pile now. 
the clone Pikachu is collapsed from hitting the real Pikachu too much. <laughs> and the real Pikachu is like, I know, buddy. It's been a really rough day for you. Meowth is not fighting his clone because his, uh, Meowth's clone is too smart to fight. I definitely use that crying Pikachu slap animation all the time as well. <laughs> Just send that GIF. For Pokemon Day last year at Zap Comics, I made the shirt Pokemon the first movie themed. So the back has Mewtwo's appearance from uh, the manga for the Pokemon the first movie manga. And then the okay. front has Mew over our logo. But the in the tag, when you look at your size, it's the Mew, it's the Pikachu slapping the shit out of each other from the manga. <laughs> This year's going to be even better. I'll post it (laughs) when it's made. It's a a fishing shirt. Okay. I'll I'll post that. But uh, yeah, it's sad as shit. And Mew and Mewtwo are doing their final Kamehameha's. And Ash, being the smart fucker he is, what's the best way to stop gang warfare? That's right. Run in front of both of their bullets (laughs) so that it stops. And it does. And... And it does, and I have to be honest, I watched it yesterday, and I cried, and I watched it again today, and I cried again, and um, I I do believe that it is the tears of the children that is sustaining this franchise. Yeah. Uh, because they knew what they were doing with this scene. Like, mm-hmm. y- you know, like, it's it's a pet who is having to come to terms with its owner's death. Like that is something that we all fear and all like stress and worry about all the time. And it's so unnecessary to just rub our faces in it like that. I I think it it feels good that like all the other Pokemon were crying while I was crying. So I'm like, I definitely feel validated in this scene right now. Maybe my tears are helping bring back Ash too. When I was little, I thought to myself, yeah, right, they're going to kill off Ash. Like, I knew that this was only temporary. And okay, so, Peter. Okay, and some, a little, little kid not in touch with your emotions. Well, it's smart. Not Are you Mewtwo? Are you Mewtwo? I might be. Maybe, yeah. But it's not No, you know Ash's... what he was up to. He's Gruntilda. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the death that gets me. It's Pikachu shocking him and being like, please no. I like, know. that oh, desperation. Because Pikachu is, is not crying. Pikachu is desperately trying to save Ash. And it's only when he can't save Ash and that it's, he, it's the reminiscent. last tear comes out. Yeah. It's reminiscent of their meeting too, where Pikachu was shocking Ash, and Ash, you know, was jumping up and being all shocked. Oh my god, stuff. I didn't like, even think of that. I, I saw a video today oh. that made me think of it. I was going to send it to you, Sarah, and I thought, I'm like, I'm not sending this to anybody because it's too fucking sad. <laughs> there was a cat whose owner had passed away months ago, and one of their friends showed the cat a video on their phone of their owner. And the cat lays down, rolls over, and puts its head down, like, front of it, its head. Like, you know when the cat, like, headbutts you? And just, like, no. lays down on top of the phone and puts its head there and rolls there. And just, like, purrs and lays, like, sadly. Oh, my God, that's horrible. And I was like, See, that's... that's fucking real-life Pikachu right there. But, like, think about all the other sad moments and things, right? Like, even Jurassic Bark, like, Futurama, this yeah. is the exact oh. same thing. It's, like, an animal yeah. who, like, Which... is coming to terms with its owner passing is it's so sad it's such a good episode i'll never be able to watch it again based on a true story yeah there is still There's a statue of the dog in japan that it's all based on yeah Futurama. i mean of course they didn't drop him into the lava and, you know 
Yeah, Futurama always gets me crying. Uh, that's that's one of the only shows that and like there's some like uh, I don't know, Futurama definitely. That's that's probably my most emotional show when it really hits hits right. Well, maybe there's a reason that this movie uh beat Titanic. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's opening weekend. Cuz Titanic uh, people... didn't make me sad because I'm part of that team that was just like man this lady only knew this guy for like a day a week tops i don't know and he saw her boobs yeah and and because it's a movie guys we got to see her boobs (laughs) got her uh my mom never let me watch that part i saw it in 3d when it Damn. came out in 3D, I was like, "Wow, he got he got the whole sphere of the titty." Yeah, poke me right in the eye. Everything. I had to wear an eye patch the next day because oh, it was shit. cold in the theater. Um, yeah, you mean so, I wasn't your first titty? No, shit. this is when it was re-released in theaters in I'm just 3D. Kidding. In I think like, Dave saw my titty first. Yeah, I did. It was Damn Peter's. it! Come on, it Peter. Peter's. So anyway. Um, I took my Ash, they, the, all the Pokemon cry it, and it sends this like fairy dust rays, and uh, he unpetrifies. Which, by the way, the the writer of the movie says Ash is not dead; he's just petrified. To which a YouTuber we watched was just like, "Yes, which kills humans? Like you can't <laughs> you can't become a rock." But it's also a fantasy. There board, was so. no life in his eyes when he collapsed. Yo, he was dead, dead. Also, his eyes being open made it more yeah. fucked up. His shoes came off. <laughs> he shit himself. <laughs> there was a little poop running from the bottom of his little jeans. The nuggets were solid because they had already petrified as well. <laughs> the pee wasn't. It was like one of those pissing boy fountain statues. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they cry him back to life. And then Mewtwo is just like, fuck, the cops are coming. I gotta get out of here. And he leaves. No. He like realizes that like he has given his life for a Pokemon and maybe there's something more to this partnership and something about humanity and Pokemon and love and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. The plot kind of gets away from that, him. So the quote, I actually, I, I used to teach and I used to use this quote all the time with my students. Uh, and it is, uh, uh, you know, it's, it is, the circumstances of one's life or birth are relevant. It, it is what one does with the gift of life that is important. Something along those lines. That's, a, that's, that's almost word for word what he it says. Is, that's yeah. pretty much mm-hmm. it exactly, yeah. yeah. It's it's a phenomenal uh, It's a great lesson. Saying. Yeah. I just don't think his reason for doing any of the villainous shit got him there. No, absolutely not. But I just used to love saying that quote and being like, and you know who said that, guys? Mewtwo. Mewtwo, yeah. It was Mewtwo, and Mewtwo believes in you. It's like that guy that was running for president that kept quoting uh, the song from Pokemon the Movie 2000. (laughs) But we'll get into that a second time. Another time. Um, But yeah, then he uses his psychic powers to uh peter pan all the pokemon away with him and he's like bye I'll see yeah you. he also wipes everybody's memory yeah he wow. says perhaps it's best if you don't remember what transpired here today the weird thing is that he doesn't wipe ash's butt so he's still got his death poop on his ass he wakes up with it he also like rewinds time a little bit 
He does. Which, that I didn't get. Because, like, it goes back to the beginning where, like, there's a storm. Nobody leave. Yeah, but not all the way. So, like, why are they not, like, well, why are we at this harbor right now? Yeah, nobody remembers. As far as Brock and uh, Misty and Ash are concerned, they just ran there to get out of the rain. They don't remember being invited. But fucking, like, uh... There's been, like, missing people signs everywhere, and Nurse Joy's been gone for a week. So Nurse Joy has been gone for weeks, right? But then she's back now. But you can't put her back, like, I don't know. He might have gone back and placed her back home two weeks ago as well. Don't underestimate the mind of a Mewtwo, is what the moral of the story is here, I guess. I don't know. He didn't even... I think the moral of the story is don't be racist. Yeah, Pokemon or can classics. be trainers too. I the anytime time uh, shit gets involved, it's never done right, and it always like leaves me wanting. So it was done well enough, I guess. But also, um, I guess we could just say Mewtwo is like a genius and can like put everything back exactly how it was. But I think there'd still be some people who are just like, this is really bothering me. Like, do I have dementia? I'm 10. (laughs) Or maybe they just thought it was a dream. Yeah. I guess if you live in the Pokemon universe, you have to just take like little mind disturbances as like Pokemon interference. Like, remember that time that one Hypno, like, stole everybody's mm. kids and made people think they were Pokemon? For, yeah. like, a week. And they, they were, were like, what, a, what an interesting week. <laughs> like, yeah. It was because the rich people couldn't sleep because they had so much money to worry about. Yeah, and, it, you know. Imagine what happened, that. What happened if, like, one of your friends thought they were a ditto and ended up in the daycare? That would have been <laughs> rough. <laughs> I had sex with everybody. <laughs> I'm covered in jizz. <laughs> um, that has been another episode of Daycare Dittos, a special episode of Daycare Dittos. We are slowly weaseling our way, uh, lanooning our way, if you will, into <laughs> the Johto um, Pokemon. We are, are working a little slower than normal, as we said we would, because uh, Sarah and I are in the, the process of moving. Yes, and that's no fun. (laughs) And it's taking a lot. So everything we own has been packed up and moved around. So it's going to be a little in and out. And we want to make sure we give consistent and full-on effort for Johto. and Especially the the starters. You don't want to half-ass the starters. No. Once we get into it, we like to have a a rhythm. Right, yeah. So we're going to start Johto as soon as Dave and I have our podcast station set up in our new house so we just wanted to make sure that we let y'all know that it's coming don't worry it's coming but it might be just a bit longer than you expect and thank you for your patience and we'll be popping in with more in between episodes so much happened between uh the two gens in pokemon they were a little rushed together but there's tons to discuss so expect some content we we've Dave, have you finished uh, Scarlet and Violet yet? Uh, not really. I, I <laughs> kind of did, but I, did, I didn't do the second gym challenge part. Gotcha. So I got the well, credits. I got the credits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's I will be able to talk about you know end game stuff for Scarlet Violet soon. I've been playing Arceus, so 
that's uh, super fun to talk about. How far are you in Arceus? Um, well, I open world games. I like to go crazy with them. So I'm only in area two, but I've been like farming and like, you know, grinding Pokeballs and catching Pokemon nonstop. I'm the same way. You can't experience that game until you've pretty much finished the hour long first tutorial. Right. And gotten the controls working in your hands. Like it's, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I've got my weird ear and I'm, I'm going around and doing stuff, but like, you know, this game has, actually blown my mind in certain mm-hmm. ways because i was like oh wow i'm fighting three pokemon at the same time oh wow they're doing a lot of damage to me like oh wow <laughs> i have these agile style and strong style moves like oh there's a turn order they could go twice in a row like it's just it's been so much fun just like figuring out all the mechanics and playing it and um oh man i can't believe i'm so late to the party um but yeah we'll be able to talk about all that Right. I, got a, I haven't started Arceus. So. I got a Dunsparce tattoo. Yes, you yeah, did. Yeah, it's so awesome. I, and it's actually a, a Dunsparce as well. It goes all the way around. Um, so it's it's a two for one. But uh, yeah, so much exciting Pokemon news to talk about. And it will be coming to you soon. So uh, stay tuned. More stuff on the way. Um, and with that, Somebody say a quote from the movie. Hostel of Eastar. <laughs> <laughs>